for the fellowship. Amen. Amen. The value for the fellowship, this fellowship we are having now, what is the value for this fellowship? Amen. So if you have your Bibles, you can go with me to Obedia chapter 1, verse 17. In a one time, and if you are there, you are quick. Um, if you are there, if you can uh, read Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17. Praise the Lord. Yeah, because I want us to flow together. Even as the word is coming, I want us to flow together and see what the Lord has for us this afternoon. Amen. So if you are there, you say amen. I'll give you time, you read that we understand. Obedia chapter 1, verse 17. The Bible reads, But on Mount Zion in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance for those who escape, and it shall be holy, no pagan will defile it, and the house of Jacob shall possess their former possessions. Praise the Lord. I just want you to read it again a little bit louder so that maybe everyone can. Which version? The same version is okay. But on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. there shall be deliverance for those who escape, and it shall be holy, no pagan will defile it, and the house of Jacob shall possess their former possessions. The Bible says in Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17, it says, but at Mount Zion they shall be deliverance and they shall be holiness. Exactly. Amen. Amen. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Amen. So like I said, this afternoon I just want to talk about the value for the fellowship. Why is it important as children of God to have this fellowship as this? Amen. Why must we be gathering here on Saturday to have this fellowship? Amen. Amen. Let me tell you one thing. Every trade, amen. Amen. Every trade has its own training ground. Amen. Amen. Some of us or some of other people here are at universities. Amen. Amen. Because there when you go to the university, they are training you to become something in the field you want to be. Amen? Amen. So I'm saying every trade has its own training ground. If you're a footballer, perhaps your training ground will be the football pitch. If you want to be a technician, I'm sure your training ground will be in the technical field or a technical school. You understand? So every trade, every trade, has its own training ground. Amen. Also that same applies to the children of God. As children of God, we also have a training ground. Praise the Lord. And our training ground is here. Praise the Lord. We want to attach the value to the fellowship. Praise the Lord. Value to this fellowship. I've said every trade has its own training ground. If you want to be a chef, 
Then your training ground will be in the kitchen. Trying to do some mixing here and there. That's a training ground. So as children of God, our training ground is here. Having fellowship with the children of God. Amen. The Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. When we are here, when we are gathered like this, okay, by God's grace, I operate in the apostolic. Okay? That's a gift I have. Others here are, are gifted or are anointed as prophets. Others here are anointed as evangelists. So in other ways, we are differently enabled. Amen? So when we come like this in fellowship, we begin to rub the anointing. There was a man in the Bible called Saul. That man was not a prophet, but just because he was found with the prophets of God, so began to prophesy. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because the anointing will begin to rub shoulders. Listen, there's one saying which goes like, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your friends can determine where your future is going. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that's the more reason we have this fellowship because it's, we are here to build one another. The Bible is very clear. Iron sharpens iron. Praise the Lord. Amen. Iron sharpens iron. Praise the Lord. Planga. Singa yon dolo den simbi. Glory. Planga. Singa yon dolo den simbi. Singa, singa. Sharpen, sharpen. Mai kama bwa sharpen uchinyaji. Eh? Kunola. So, iron, if you want to sharpen the iron, you use the same iron to sharpen it. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's the reason we are here. Because we want to sharpen one another. Praise the Lord. Amen. We want to attach the value for fellowship. If you remember the few weeks ago, the number wasn't like this. So people were, you know, began to come because they knew that we were preparing for something. Praise the Lord. Now that that thing is gone, they are nowhere to be seen. But today I want to attach the value for the fellowship. Why must we come for the fellowship? Why must we come for the fellowship? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like I said, iron will always sharpen iron. I remember in the years back, um, it was I think about 2000, somewhere, somewhere, 2000, before 2005. I think during that time, you know, we were, we were a kind of youth in a very different kind of arrangement. Amen? Our leaders just trusted us to say, wherever they are there, things will just happen for themselves. They will handle everything. I remember one time coming with my brother Pia here. We started from a long, long, long way back, way back. We never knew no rain. We never knew no sunshine as, as, as in his heart. We cannot go for the meeting. I remember when Mrs. was flooded, we would begin passing with our bikes in water, water reaching here. Why? 
because we knew the value of the fellowship look at him now he's a youth director look at me now i'm the ticket <laughs> praise the lord hallelujah you say hallelujah praise the lord because there's somewhere where i'm coming from okay so during those periods of time the lord was sharpening me the lord was sharpening me that's the value of having fellowship iron will always sharpen iron praise the lord yeah praise the lord so now when you read uh, acts chapter 2 from verses 1 to about verses 10 acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 10 you find a story of uh, the disciples the apostles of god okay there was one time they were in the upper room they were gathered in this they were having fellowship praise the lord they were having fellowship they were in the upper room and then the holy ghost the bible says the holy ghost came down on them when they were doing what they were having fellowship praise the lord now there's one important aspect of the holy ghost which he left with them after the holy ghost came on them the bible continues to say the apostles after you know the holy ghost descended on them they began speaking in unknown tongues they began to speak in different tongues but after the holy ghost had departed or had fallen on them they continued the fellowship hallelujah amen they continued the fellowship the bible records to say they were moving from house to house eating bread breaking bread having drinks they continued in the fellowship but why the question is why did they continue having that fellowship praise the lord you know in the same vein when they continued having those fellowship there's this man called Stephanie others called Stephen do you know to say Stephen came about the fellowship the apostles were having i'm telling you there's also another man called Philip Philip came as a result of the fellowship the apostles were having <laughs> hallelujah I don't know if you are following what I'm saying. I want you to go with me. So there is a value of children of God having fellowship. Whenever children of God begin to have fellowship, you are being sharpened for your specific ministry God has called you in. Praise the Lord. The apostle has had to identify Stephen because of the fellowship they were having they appointed him as a deacon praise the lord philip was a result of the fellowship the apostles were having so this man perhaps stephen was there just attending fellowship as a normal youth as a normal man attending fellowship but the lord was working on him there was a time the anointing was too much for him Okay? He knew himself. He knew himself. He knew himself. 
until they appointed him as a deacon. But where did that come from? From the fellowship. Listen, whenever you begin being found in the fellowship, in the company of believers, you begin to be sharpened. And then when you begin to be sharpened, you begin knowing the field God has gifted you in. Amen. So Daniel chapter 11 verses 32, the Bible says, Those who know they are God shall be strong. Amen. And shall do exploits. You cannot do exploits in the kingdom of God without first knowing who God is. How do you know God? It is fellowship. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So there's a value. There's a value. There's an important aspect of us being found in the fellowship, in the company of believers. Praise the Lord. Because when we come in fellowship like this, what, are we, what, what am I preaching? I'm preaching the word of God. One time, that, this, you know, this reminds me of uh, something I posted on Facebook on my page. Um, I think that was, uh, I think two years ago, I posted something because if you heard me right, I said, you know, there's a saying which goes like, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Amen. He said, there are people who come into our lives, the so-called people we keep company with. They have a spirit of zero. Zero. You know, the way they found you, they will leave you the same way they found you. In other ways, they don't add value to your life because they carry the spirit of zero. Zero. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And there are some people who carry the spirit of what? Of one. You know, one multiplied to any number, it will, it will give you the same number. I don't know if my math is okay. Is it? Any number multiplied by one, it will give you the same number. In other words, there are some people we keep company. The same way they found you, they will leave you the same way they found you. No change. There's no, there's no benefit of you having a friend like them. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. We are going somewhere. I know we are going somewhere. I hope you are following what I'm saying. I started with zero. Let me let me put it this way. I think let me let me put it this way. Zero multiplied to any number. It will give you zero. Amen. So like I said, there are people who carry the spirit of zero. When they come to you, no matter how good you are doing, them they carry the spirit of zero. No matter how good you were, they will always bring you to zero. Zero. You know, when you multiply zero to any number, it will give you zero. Is my math okay? Is my mathematics okay? When you get a number, you multiply it by zero. It will give you zero. 
I don't know if I was caught. I was caught the wrong. Is it the correct thing? Zero. It will give you zero, right? When you take one, multiply it to any number. It will give you the same number. Am I right? So there are these two serious people I'm talking about. These are the people sometimes we keep in our lives without knowing. But when we begin to come to fellowships like this one, where the word of God begins to be preached, you can never be the same. You can never be the same. Praise the Lord. So quickly, um, what's the time? Okay. So I'll be concluding in the next eight, seven, eight minutes, somewhere there. So now, let me just speak about the benefits of having a fellowship. Amen. My anchor scripture today is, is coming from Abedia chapter 1 verse 17. And the Bible says that Mount Zion, they shall be deliverance. Amen. That's the first line. So automatically, the number one benefit of, of us, children of God, being found in, uh, in fellowship is for cleansing. The Bible is very clear. It says, at Mount Zion, they shall be deliverance. What is Mount Zion? Mount Zion is a church. That's Zion. And who makes up the Zion? It's you and me, children of God. We are the church. We are the Zion. Praise the Lord. And then he's saying, at Mount Zion, there will be deliverance. Praise the Lord. So the first benefit of us coming together as a team, number one is for clean, cleansing. Sometimes there are things we don't even pray for. Just because you are found in the presence of God, you notice to say the thing you are going through is already gone. There are some things we've no, I've never prayed for, just, but just because I'm, I was found in a particular meeting, in the presence of God, I just see the answers coming my way. Why? Because I was having fellowship with the saints. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So number one is for cleansing. When we, whenever we are coming in the presence of God in fellowship like this, God is also committed to bring deliverance to us. Now, who needs deliverance here? If I may ask, just a signal of a hand to say I need deliverance. <laughs> okay. Okay, no one is, 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 is raising. Oh, it's you. Oh, okay. Now, the most important thing, the most important aspect is that whether you lifted your hand or not, deliverance is for Christians. Hello? Uh -huh. I need deliverance. Someone needs deliverance here. That's what the Bible says. If you sin, deliverance has to come to you. For God to, to forgive you. That's deliverance. I don't know. Maybe you. Probably when I'm going to come and deliver. One of the Vivanda. One of the Vivanda. The Vivanda. Deliverance. The Vivanda. Vega Vega. Ah ah. But the gospel says every believer needs deliverance. That's the wrong perception we have as children of God. 
whenever we hear the word deliverance, don't know much that I've been casting out, out, out. No. As children of God, we always need deliverance. Praise the Lord. No one says at Mount Zion in church like this one, they shall be deliverance. Praise the Lord. So number two, the benefit of having a fellowship like this one is for illumination. Hallelujah. Listen. When there is light, okay, if a place is very dark and then you bring a torch, you know, wherever you point the torch to, there will be that layer of, right, of, of light, that layer of light. That's the illumination I'm talking about. Okay? So in other words, you are getting something to transpose it to another position. So in other words, there's an illumination. You are taking something from a point, you are bringing it to another point. That's an illumination. Okay? So when you come to a fellowship like this one, the word of God is preached. And the word of God, the Bible calls it the light. Amen? Listen, you can only see things in the light. Praise the Lord. In darkness, it's hard for you to see things. But there are things which God begins to open up just because you are, in, you are found in fellowship with the sense of God. I've been to meetings. God raises someone, they speak a word to you. Your mind is open up. I'm ministering today, this afternoon. Some of you are hearing another revelation you've never heard before. Say, hey, Apostle said something like this. I wasn't thinking in that line. Why? Because whenever you are found in a fellowship, there's that illumination of the light, which comes from the Word of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like I said, you can only see things in the light. Praise the Lord. There are some things we are not aware of as children of God. But there are some certain times when God just wants to bring that light. He brings in the light so that we begin to see properly. Praise the Lord. Let's go to another one. Oh, before we go to that other one. Now I don't see anyone writing though. Oh, my brother is writing there. Just on the illumination, uh, you can also check um, Acts chapter 19 verses 20. I think I wrote a scripture, yeah, Acts chapter 19, verses 20, because I'll not go there due to time. So the benefits of having a fellowship, number one, I've said, the fellowship will always bring cleansing. There will be deliverance wherever you are, you are found in a godly fellowship. Amen. Number two, there will be illumination. I was just explaining the, the word illumination here. And then number three, when you are found in a godly uh godly fellowship there's always growth growth hallelujah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. no these are common common diseases kwashoka ni ja kwati ukulete mutu ga 
Huku la mtu Betuku Ndiyo chika tuwa Mtu jendio minuku But the word of God Whenever we are growing Physically Also spiritually we must be growing Praise the Lord And then the fellowship guarantees growth If you want to grow In the things of God The right place for you to be is fellowship. Like I said, Saul was not a prophet, but just because he was found among prophets, he began he began to prophesy. Why? Because anointing rubs shoulders. Or oh, anointing is contagious. Praise the Lord. If if I'm found with fear, he carries a certain kind of anointing, a very unique one. So if 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 I if I develop a habit of being found with him, okay, you begin noticing some similarities. I will not to say if I do this, yeah, you won't you won't you won't be happy. Sometimes you might be you might even start thinking before you even respond because why you are found with them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Peter. Praise the Lord. So fellowship will always guarantee growth. Praise the Lord. Growth is is guaranteed. Growth is guaranteed. Whenever children of God gather like this, growth. Just know growth. I just told you a background of where I'm coming from. Those times, we never did you did you think to say you can be a youth director? We never thought. We would come, we come here, we are only the two of us. As we've had meetings, the youth meeting, the two of us with him. Some years ago, I'm telling you, it's, 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 I'm ministering the word of God and I'm in no position of saying things which have not happened. I've seen them, I've seen it, I've tested it. So God was always making us grow, making us grow. Look at us today, and we are still attending fellowships. So when you hear to say I've been appointed as an elder, don't be shocked. Other people are shocked. They say, ah, this young man is a, is a deacon. Ah, but, uh, you know, most time is the best anyway. What a word. What a word. Mm. So fellowship will always guarantee growth. There will be growth. And when I mean growth, I don't mean only growth in the things to do with spiritual aspects. No. God can give you wisdom. You begin to counsel people, elderly people. By what you just say, you speak, they will be shocked. They say, how? How can this young man speak like this with such wisdom? This is a training ground. I said every trade has this one training ground. So here, do not just limit this to the spiritual aspects of things. No. It has to do with every area of, of every aspect of life. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Amen. So... The last one, 
the benefit of having a fellowship is for service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. By God's grace, I drive a Mercedes Benz. By God's grace, I drive a Mercedes Benz. But that car, in as much as it's very comfortable, it's one of the best cars in the world. But listen. That car without service, it cannot last long. It cannot last long. The same applies to the children of God. You can't be a child of God without service. You can't be. What determines the lifespan of the car is the service itself. What determines us about what determines us going far in life is the service now. This is the service, so in the service. What happens in the service? In the service for the car, the old oil is changed. What happens in the spiritual service? The Lord begins to remove the old, old, old blessings and begins to add new blessings. That's the service I'm talking about. Every child of God needs service. Every child of God needs what service? Like I said, service determines how far you can go. Service for a car will determine how far your vehicle will be working perfectly. What happens if you are not servicing your car? It will, it will just run for a short while. You will see people pushing it. Why? Because it lacks service. Praise the Lord. When you have service, you become renewed. Praise the Lord. So when we develop the habit of servicing, just not to say we are going far. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, I just want to see the last point and then I close it. Service is a very cardinal aspect. And this is the service. This is the service we are having. This is the service we are having. Like I said, in every service, when you are doing service, some things are removed. Some new things are put in place. When we are having a service like this one, our old habits, bad habits are removed. New stuff are impacted on us. That service, praise the Lord. I think uh, I've done a, a little bit of talking. I think this time I just want to hand it over to the youth director. Just clap for him even as he comes. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just uh, clap for him.